Hey, good morning, good people. This is Jay-Z bringing you your dose of the Midweek Muscle. Good morning. Back to the morning time. Wake up, wake up, wake up. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or whenever you are deciding to listen into this podcast. Thank you for joining. I am your gracious hostess, Jay-Z bringing you yet another power listen, another boost of peaceful and positive perspective to help give you that slight edge, a slight advantage to tackle the head and the heart obstacles that can have a tendency to float your way when you're in the middle of getting to your work week, your busy week, your busy season, whatever that season is for you. Um, I'm here. We're here not just me, us, because we're a community here. Um, We're here to add value just through peaceful and positive perspective. That's all we aim to do, good people. That's all. Uh, But without further ado, let's let's talk about it, shall we? We're at yet another Wednesday. So if you're first timer here, thank you for being here. Rather, you've had a conversation with me or someone redirected you here. There is no love lost. There is all love for you here. There's space for you here. This wouldn't be what it is without you here. And I hope you find it helpful. Also hope you find space in your, in your repertoire, if you will, to share this along with someone else who could use a peaceful and positive dose of perspective. Uh, moreover, um, if you find that you listened through this episode and it wasn't for you, don't be hoarders of good information. Thank you for giving me love and light. I always, I will always be an advocate of, it may not have been today, uh, but maybe down the line. And if down the line ever occurs, we'll be here. And I just thank you for that. Thank you for being here today. Anyways, uh, so good people. Listen, y'all, y'all would be proud of me. Okay. So last week after Wednesday's episode, uh, well, essentially before Wednesday's episode, I actually signed up to be a participant, um, for a networking event for the city of Cleveland, Cleveland, Ohio, Cleveland. Um, and I had no business there. The invitation just kind of showed up in my inbox and I said, what is this all about? And I said it just like that too. What is this all about? That's exactly it. And I, um, (laughs) and I clicked on it and I was like, this kind of sounds like something I would be interested in going to. Um, so I said, you know what? Worst case scenario, I just go and I let these business folk or entrepreneurs know that there is a platform out here that is encouraging the spirit behind what they set out to do. Guess who that is y'all? Us. We're the encouragers trying to encourage the other people doing hard stuff to go out and do it, right? Because we're all out there in different ways, achieving difficult things. Even if that means you managed really difficult emotions and you still made it through your day, right? So, and I thank you for that because uh, sometimes that power is underestimated. 
Um, so if that's you, I hope you heard that loud and clear. Um, so I, I signed up and so obviously we had the show last week, Wednesday, and then I run into this networking event. So leading up through Wednesday, the event organizers reached out and said, Hey, do you mind, uh, do you think you would be able to be a presenter or a panelist for Thursday's session? And I thought to myself, well, like, yeah, right. Like that is what I do. Um, I speak for a living. Uh, I'm a master encourager. So yes, uh, yes, I would jump at an opportunity to do that especially since I had planned on doing it in like breakout sessions anyway. Uh, so you see what happened there? Um, so my intent actually aligned with a need and fast forward at the time we ran the show last week, I had no idea if I would even be accepted as a person, even logging into the virtual event. It was virtual. Even logging into the event, I didn't know if I would be a panelist. So, you know, I'm like praying over my mind and my, like, ooh, I'm not sure how this is going to work out. I don't even know what the topic is. I don't even know if I can align, but I'm like, stop it, stop it, stop it. You do this. You are the content. It is okay if you don't have a textbook outline. They want you to show up and show out. So guess what you do? You show up and show out for the minutes that they give you. And it wasn't much good people. It was a couple minutes. And let me tell you, when I clear my throat, <clears throat> if you are listening because you were part of the Black Achievers Network for Cleveland, um, and you happen to be in my ecosystem or a network or sphere or, or, or just within my voice, and you're now listening, Thank you. Shout out to you. There is space for you. And please do not allow this moment to miss us where we connect. So shout out to the organizers. Uh, thank you for having me. The organizers, uh, they did a fantastic job, even on the fly, uh, of like dealing with some of the tech things that can come up when you're hosting an event. They did a great job managing time managing the crowd. Y'all was deep up in there. Um, and the host, the facilitator actually was a podcaster as well. Um, and I think her name was Georgette. So I still have to do some follow-ups and I am lacking bad. So again, we have our strengths and we have our areas of opportunities too. So Black Achievers Network Cleveland, stand up, be proud, Thank you for joining. Thank you for being here. And as always, thank you for uh, inviting me. And well, it's not just me. It's us inviting us into your ecosystem of what you're doing. If there's any way we can be supportive, please hit us up. Uh, So the muscle y'all went from being a participant to a panelist and I couldn't have done it without you all. So again, the way how I feel in my spirit though is bruh. Now I gotta do follow up. Chat GPT, can you help me? Y'all know about Chat GPT, right? Or 
all of those other GPT functions, AI gets to step in and help you. I'm for real about to look into smart assistant GPT because I need it for my life. Like, can you send out thank you notes, please? Thank you. Uh, but, uh, good people. That's what I've been up to this last couple of weeks. It's just been busy, busy, busy summer programs, working with youth and sports teams, um, getting my, my footing in position for some different things taking place in my arena, uh, being involved in some of these, uh, one-off sort of situations. It's just, it's got me excited, but it's also got me a little bit scared. And, uh, I'm just grateful that I have home base and y'all are that for me. Um, so can't wait to talk to you about what we came here for this week, but that's only after a little bit of for the culture trivia. That's right. For the culture trivia, get your brains in the queue. Are you ready? I'm glad you are because a definite, my internet is not ready. You know, I hate that when you get ready to share something and all the dang screen wants to do is just load. Like you couldn't load in the minutes leading up to, you got to wait till now when I'm trying to show something to load. Okay, rant over. All right, are you ready? Here we go. Good is to better. As bad is to fill in the blank. How many ounces are in a pound? What's heavier, a pound of feathers or a pound of rocks? Meteorology is the study of what? How many degrees in a circle? Is it 180, 90, or 360? There you go. There you go. There you go. We're about to have our back to school trivia, which I don't know if you remember from last year, but we had a whole like 10 question round off followed up with like five more. So you, you better get your brain together, get your stuff together. All right. All right. Did you do good? Did you do okay? Time to go back to school. Time for me to take you back to school. Cool. Glad you asked. No, I'm just kidding. Good is to better. As bad is to worse. All right. Great. That was probably easy to fill in, right? How many ounces are in a pound? Some of y'all are like, I don't know, eight and one pound. 16. 16 ounces are in a pound. That's right. What's heavier? A pound of feathers or a pound of rocks? Come on. Activate. 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 They weigh the same. A pound of feathers is the same size as a pound of rocks. You might need less rocks, but they're both a pound, right? I ain't trick you. You trick yourself. Uh, <laughs> that one, I'm not going to lie. That one always gets me. I'm like, I say it with so much conviction to rocks, rocks. <laughs> And you should hear my voice. Oh, excuse me, y'all. You should hear and see my face when they look at me and say they weigh the same. 
I looked so defeated because I was so convicted when I was saying what way, like, yeah. Anyway, did you run into the same trap I did? I'm sure. Uh, Meteorology is the study of what? Weather systems, weather, yes. And how many degrees are in a circle? It's funny how folks say they did a complete 360 and the math, math, mathy folks say, well, if you say it like that, then that means they didn't change at all because a complete 360 means they're back where they started. And then you get the additional folks who add a layer that say, well, what you meant to say is they did a 180. And then you get the other folks, too much? Okay, I'll stop now. But you get the gist, right? Okay. Yeah, you get the gist. So what are we inspiring today, good people? We're actually inspiring quite a bit. Um, And I want to take time where time is due on that, right? What are we inspiring or what are we aiming to inspire today with the time that we have left? actually want to go down a quick list. We're trying to inspire creative pathways versus inflated excuses. We're trying to inspire solutions second to understanding first. We're, we're trying to inspire worthiness as it relates to humanity versus worthiness only related to performance. We're trying to inspire openness to admitting difficulty versus shamefulness when things become difficult. We're trying to inspire honesty in the face of shortcomings versus defensiveness to support whatever wrongdoing or, you know, off-putting or offset thing that occurred prior to me. Now, um... Good people, I took a break, a summer, a little summer break from reading any books after the Hard 75 Challenge because I blitzed through like nearly six books in two and a half months. So I'm like, ooh, brain needs a break. I need to listen to some trap music, kind of get myself going, still learn. But, you know, I was in that zone for a little bit. Now I'm back to books, right? I'm back on my walks. I'm back on my 10 pages a day, not doing hard 75, but just, you know, just again, establishing the habit, right. Or reestablishing it or trying to do something with it. Um, so if y'all have any good book recommendations, fire them over my way, holler at me, Jay-Z at the midweek com or any of the socials at the midweek muscle. Anyway, I am, I'm currently reading the psychology of persuasion. And there is a chapter in there on likability and, uh, you know, I was, first of all, it, there's a lot of, um, ideas and research and support, uh, that lends itself into what makes someone more effective at persuasive arguments or persuasive, um, like changing someone's mind or having someone do what basically behaving in a way that's favorable to you versus the latter. And, um, it's been pretty 
insightful thus far. I was reading this section on um, just likability, like I mentioned before, and just, you know, the sheer social advantage of being likable uh, can come in many different forms, but it comes with a host, and I mean a host of benefits. If folks that walk amongst you deem you as likable. Now, I know in our culture, we've developed this sense of, I don't care if people don't like me. I don't care if they don't like my views or my ways or whatever, whatever, whatever. But I don't want to dismiss that because there is something to being likable. It comes with benefits. It comes with support. And I am not lacking on that because of, uh, on some of the benefits due to likability. There is an element of our human nature to desire to be likable. You know, we do have to work a bit against being likable by everyone because at some point you have to draw the line in the sand and say, I know there's going to be people that don't like me and I have to be okay with that. And I think that's okay. Brene Brown would also say that that's very much okay. However, being likable insofar as how you move through life can afford you some benefits that you may not have understood were baked in. Um, and that is, you know, folks willing to help out folks willing to lend, um, great advice, helpful tips, uh, open their doors of opportunities, uh, land you a good deal. And the list goes on. However, insofar as being likable, there's also this trap that I thought was pretty interesting. And it's regarding likable messages. So let's take a quick listen. For example, in a study of online advertising, banner ads for a camera were flashed five times. 20 times, or not at all, at the top of an article participants read. The more frequently the ad appeared, the more the participants came to like the camera, even though they were not aware of seeing the ads for it. A similar effect occurred in an experiment in which the faces of several individuals were flashed on a screen so quickly that later on, subjects who were exposed to the faces in this manner couldn't recall having seen any of them. Yet, the more frequently a person's face was flashed on the screen, the more these subjects came to like that person when they met in a subsequent interaction. And because greater liking leads to greater social influence, these subjects were also more persuaded by the opinion statements of the individuals whose faces had appeared on the screen most frequently. In an age of fake news, internet bots, and media-hogging politicians, it's alarming to think that people come to believe the communications they are exposed to most frequently as it gives contemporary resonance to Nazi propaganda chief Joseph Goebbels' assertion 
repeat a lie often enough, and it becomes the truth. Particularly unsettling are the... Now, good people, why is this especially relevant? I think it's especially relevant if we're thinking in the terms of, well, voting yesterday. Hello. If you, did you take your butt to vote? Okay. Early absentee, you didn't have to go yesterday, but did you take your butt to vote? Now, I hope you did, especially if you live in Ohio. They did this pop-up voting um, issue. Issue one. So if you live in Ohio, then you took your butt to vote. Great. You're off the hook. If you didn't live in Ohio, didn't have a pop-up election, then great. You're off the hook. But if you live in Ohio and you did not take your butt to vote, you have to start exercising your civic duty. If not, it will be taken from you. Just saying. Um... Uh, But I think that when we think about um, the repeated messages that Cialdini, the author of the book, Psychology of Persuasion, um, what he said about repeated messages range true, um, especially he gave the, he gave the example of images too, like a person can see an, an image up up to multiple times and tend to prefer that image, even if they, or that product, even if they can't recall having been shown that image anywhere, the same is true for messages, um, rather known or unknown subliminal messages flashing at me, whether I recognize it or not, makes it preferable to me. Y'all, when I say the brain is powerful, this is why I say it needs work just like any other muscle. Because the brain is powerful. It remembers messages and filters them, whether you know it is happening or not. So what am I getting at? And I had to share this in gentle and in a wonderful and beautiful conversation yesterday. Um, But America's culture, good people, is riddled with a high intense, high drive, hyper focus hustle, like this sort of push it out, crank it out, dole it out. Um, listen, your hair is on fire on the back of your neck, feeling panicked and choking all at the same time, still wanting to feel particularly productive. Simply put, American culture is competitive. It is, especially if you're trying to make a living so you can afford life out here in these streets because shoot with inflation, the way it is and prices, the way they are, like everybody's got to get their cut before you get yours. And then you've got to get yours, right? Well, in that getting to of getting to good people. And this is why I feel like this is important to talk about repeated messages and likability in our culture and, and preferences. It is incredibly easy, good people, to forget that you are wholesome and human. And the parts of you that 
don't feel that way in this moment, they deserve attention, good people. The parts of you that don't feel whole and full, let me say it again, deserve your attention. Why? Because you cannot generate a spark with a wet wick. You cannot keep a spark going when it is downpouring. It's the natural way of things, good people. And if that exists with the elements of nature, then it also exists with human nature, right? The messages we tell ourselves on repeat are often the ones we believe, even if they are untrue. So we must, and I, we have to declare war on it. We must continually be asking ourselves, what do you want? I, and I'm going to be real that people, I hope the what isn't a million dollars. Well, why do I say that? Because I, that was set a whole lot of things straight. You're right. Having enough money to do what you need to do with will settle down a lot of stress. However, remember what I said. If you are not giving attention to the full and whole parts of you, money won't solve what you're searching for. So again, what do you need that will attend to those needs first? Then what will fuel that spark you have? Let me repeat it. What do you want to have your needs met? What will fuel the spark within you once those needs are met? Anything contrary to what you need and what will fuel the spark is and should consider to be a hands down, flat out no. The crazy thing is only you can determine what that is. I I can't tell you what that is. I wish I could. I wish I had the ability. I wish I had a magical crystal ball to tell you exactly what that was or what it looked like, but I don't. And that, and that good people is where I fall short because I don't, I'm not all knowing. Um, so I know that I, I'm a little metaphorical today, but any, I, I say that like any success generated from a place contrary to what you need and what will fuel the spark. Any success that's generated from a place within you that is contrary to those two will likely be tended to from a wounded place. Remember back during the check-in when when I was reading uh, what happened to you, you, it was shared there, Dr. Bruce Perry, Oprah, they shared it. You can create this whole frame beautifully structured picture perfect life lifestyle whatever you want to call it and you will have had opportunities to make it everything that you want and more but if you have not done the work of tending to your needs and that wholesome 
and full part of yourself, the wounded places of you will show up in the place in a way that becomes destructive to what you've built. And so I say it again, right? Growth can happen from wounded places. However, if it's not tended to, that growth can also be stunted. And so again, I excuse the metaphors and the reason for, for the metaphors is because if I make an example too specific here, it becomes too hard to follow. And it may already be the case that this week's episode, as I'm talking to you right now, may be hard to follow just in general. And I'll work on that good people, but I was feeling it this morning. So I said, Oh, let me just go in here because this is where I'm like, I wrote all types of notes and I've drifted from those notes because I'm coming from a place of where I was just feeling it. The spark was there. And so I'm even operating in a space that the spark is not neat and cookie cutter. It has phrase on it, but it's, it's, it's filling you up as you're doing it. And that's what it should feel like for you two good people. So forgive me. I was in the spark this morning and I hope you, I hope you can hear it and feel it. Um, but as usual, good people, I don't want to take up too much time. I always think I'm like, ah, I only have like 15 minutes of content and here we go. We're almost at 30. Wow. You see how fast that goes. So as usual, good people inspire the spark. If you don't know what it is, try to find it. If you know what it is, try to use it. And if you're trying to decide what to do with it, ultimately align with it and fan it. Either way, good people, whether you found it or not, continue to search for it because it's searching for you too. Hey, do you have a good way to share your spark? Hit me up. Let me know. I'd love to know it. Tag me, tag me, tag me, tag me at Jay-Z. Oh, sorry. That's email. Jay-Z at the midweekmuscle.com or tag me at the midweekmuscle. Let's start sharing stories. Let's start sharing what that looks like for us. Let's build this community thing out because guess what? It otherwise doesn't get shared and tended to. So. I'm so happy that people that we get to spend our time here. I look forward to next week. I must warn you, I am going to go ahead and take some me time and, and fuel my spark in September as I usually do. So I'm going to take some time in September. I'll do some repeat shows from this season and last, or some of the most listened to shows over the course of the seasons. So September will be back to school, sort of back to reality sort of situations there. Um, but just some repeats so you can be looking out for that. But in the meantime, good people, thank you for being here. Thank you for being wonderful. Find that spark this week, fan it this week, share it this week and give love to it this week. Uh, if you haven't heard it already for the day, I love you and let's make it do what it's going to do. Love you. Take care. Be safe. And as always, let's go.